our guys in short sports Los Angeles. It's draft week. This Thursday, the 2017 NBA draft takes place, and the question everyone is asking is, what are the Lakers going to do? The past few weeks have been more exciting for Laker fans than any point during the regular season. There are a ton of rumors flying out there. We'll cut through the crap and give you our thoughts on all of them. Well, maybe not all of them. There's a ton. Uh, (laughs) The Dodgers are on fire. The Angels are staying afloat. The Galaxy is doing things you'll only find in soccer. (laughs) Ty. (laughs) And Base has got some Rams news to report. That is right. Yeah, let's get to it. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren Basa. What is going on, L.A.? Ben Garcia. Hoop-dee-hoo. And Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Guys in Shorts Los Angeles, the number one podcast in the Podcast Man- Madness Tournament. <laughs> we did it, guys. We so did we, it. That's a lot of We're work, number guys. one. We're number one. Uh, uh, I mean, ish. They didn't tell us we didn't win. That's true. Right? <laughs> yeah. So it was a podcast competition that yeah. we entered and, and then never heard, heard anything. anything. So we just assume we won. So yeah. that's that's a I, win in our I book. I feel like. Hey, that's the most Los Angeles thing I think we could yeah. do. Oh, Just yeah. assume that we won. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think making it our own award and taking a picture of us holding that award was, I mean. But we appreciate well everyone deserved. Who, who liked. Yeah, well who, deserved. Yeah, we everyone who liked the tweet and, you know, yeah. showed us some love. We appreciate it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Victor Costello is not here tonight because uh, he had a baby. Congratulations to Congrats, him. That's Victor. A little Congrats, daughter. Named Bryce named Harper. Harper. <laughs> Harper Lee Costello. Did he, did he name her after Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper. Yeah. He had to. Because I feel like we said it on a podcast. Yeah. It's got to be true well, it's now. because she's a girl. <laughs> ben, you gonna donate your uh, uh, Harper uh, shirt? Yeah, I would. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> you should get like. A oh, you know what? I'll turn it Harper into a blanket. Onesie. I'll, I'll turn it there into a go. blanket yeah. and then give it to him. <laughs> oh. I have to wash it. Oh yeah, definitely. Ah, <laughs> oh, gentlemen, where to start? Oh yeah, clearly we need to start with the Lakers. The draft is this Thursday. We got the Man. number two pick. There have been rumors running rampant. <laughs> rumors, what's going on? they be happening. This, this has been like the most exciting NBA offseason, I think, in a while. It's pretty It's pretty outstanding. Yeah. Where do we want to start? Well, how about... Why don't we start with the number one pick getting traded? And then we'll work down because the Lakers were the number two pick. I love it. Okay, All so right. so obviously, I think, you know, the most people are thinking Lonzo Ball is going to come to us at two. I'm actually Marco starting to think that's Fultz. not going to happen. From well, what I'm okay. reading, I'm agreeing with you. I, it <laughs> so, sounds like that's here we not going to happen. I was, we I was have to set up exactly what you just <laughs> said, and then you crapped on it. So number number one is going to be Mark Fultz. I think most well, everyone can agree now. that. I think the rumor that I was hearing is that the Celtics really liked uh, Josh Jackson. Correct. And if they took Josh Jackson, then the Lakers were going to take Fultz. Sure. So the Sixers wanted to do all that they can do to get that number one spot. To make sure they could lock up faults. Yes. So he doesn't slip any further right into the Lakers. So hands. then the Sixers did a blockbuster trade with Boston where they acquired the number one pick now. And and do you have the details pl- on that, yeah, Hammer? They, they get the, the number one pick and then a future first rounder, which is great because the first round pick that they gave is the pick that they acquired from the Lakers. Yes. So the best <laughs> part about this is if the Lakers actually do decent 
next season, and their pick doesn't fall between pick number two and pick number five, then the Celtics have to postpone that pick for another year. So they actually, the better the Lakers do, the more it hurts the Celtics, which is great. Yes. That's that's where you want to be. You want that motivation to just stick it to the Celtics wherever you can. Any way you can. So so there's the Lakers, even though they weren't technically involved with the trade, there's still some ties and they're considering some of the pieces that were involved with the trade. Yeah. I heard a rumor today that uh, the Celtics called up Magic and said, we want Lonzo. We're going to take Lonzo with number one. What will you give us for the the number one pick? I think and, that's posturing. And then that was when Magic then tweeted out that Markel Fultz murdered his uh, workout with them. Okay. Because it was right before yeah. that when that tweet went out. Like <laughs> this, this is all this. posturing. Oh, this yeah. is all posturing. Yeah. All that stuff. Which, which these guys are playing the game though. Yeah. But it, which is great. That's I love it. That's the best part. Yeah, because it's a it's a nice poker hand. Everyone's yeah. trying to outsmart and outwit everyone. Yeah. It's like a, a it's like a game of Survivor. It's a reality oh, TV yeah, show. Totally. And then <laughs> and then it poses and then it raises the question like who leaked the stuff? Like whose camp yeah. leaked it? Because you know that's all strategy too. And it makes you think those Lonzo leaks. Oh, he was out of shape. He didn't look that good. He wasn't mm-hmm. that impressive. Yeah. You know, were the Lakers putting that out purposefully? to try to throw the scent off of yeah. Lonzo. So who knows yeah. what was really going on. And then speaking of tweets, did you see what Magic tweeted this weekend? He No. P- Paul George, the news came out that yeah. he he told Indiana that he's not going to resign with Indiana yes. and that he'd prefer to play with the Lakers. Lakers. And like 20 minutes later, Magic Johnson just tweets, God is good. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so much subtext, subtext you can read oh, with so, all these So tweets. I have a question. So Paul George, and, and it, you guys had mentioned it earlier, and that is that who leaks the information? So if Paul George truthfully goes to the Indiana brass and says, hey, guys, I'm not going to be here next year, no matter what happens. Who leaks that story? Because it hurts Indiana, because now Indiana is in a position where they're going to be trading off an asset knowing that whoever they trade them to, it's only a one-year rental. And it's a 50 cents on the, do- on the dollar. They're not going to get true value for right. Paul George. But at the yeah. same time, I don't see how this helps Paul George either, because if Paul George happens to stay in Indiana this year, he's going to be the most hated guy in Indiana. Well, yeah, I, I, think- I, I think one way or another, he's... Out of Indiana. Well, I do too, but I mean, how does that help him now? Because then, if the Lakers traded for him, which they they shouldn't, which they shouldn't, and I agree, but if they did, then couldn't they offer him more money when his contract is up? Because that's that's the only advantage that the Lakers would have is if they did trade for him, they're going to be able to offer him the most money. But that's an advantage to Paul George too. But but here's here's the wrinkle, and what I think Paul George is setting him up setting himself up for is if he goes to a one-year rental with the Cavs or with uh, another contender and he makes an all-star team, he makes an all-NBA team, then his price goes way up because of the way his contract is structured. So he's trying to get out of Indiana to go to a contender so he could highlight himself again and his stock will go way up. And so Mm -hmm. that way, if the Lakers do want to take his contract two years from now, they're going to have to pay and have to dig in deep into their salary cap, whereas they wouldn't because he's probably not – the Lakers next year, even though he makes them better, they're not going to be an all-star team yeah. and they're not going to be a contender. So he, he might be doing some posturing as well to try to, to up his money. Do we know why, why he wants to play on the Lakers so bad? Because I heard another rumor even today that he – his people – I know. His people <laughs> are even telling – any interested parties that he's only a rental because he wants to be on the Lakers next season. 
From from what I understand, he's a big Kobe guy. He's a he's a he idolizes Kobe, and he wants to follow in Kobe's footsteps. That's you think he'll that, wear number nine or twenty five? <laughs> the next, the next yeah, <laughs> one, one up. I was wondering where you. I was like, is he a Luol Deng fan? Is that what's going on? Right. Here? That might be a fact. Okay. Before the show started, I literally said, "Let's try and hold off on the Paul George and get the draft talk out." We lasted all of like we thirty seconds. Tweeter, yeah. But so tweeter. real quick, let's just wrap up the draft talk, and then we can go back to Paul George. <laughs> I feel like it's Seventy Sixers. They're settled in at pick one, and they're going with Fultz. With number two, I think most people are expecting the Lakers to go ball. Is there any any reason to think otherwise? I think I think they are going to go ball, but r- right now they're saying that they really like Jack- Jackson. So I don't know if that's posturing or if they really do like him. If they think he's a better fit, because everyone is saying. Arlonzo and uh, D'Angelo Russell, is that really going to work as a pairing? There was, so, no, there so was that's also, the question. Is, is Jackson yeah. a better fit? There was also talk of maybe trading the pick to Sacramento for the 5th and 10th. So trading down. 5 pick, and 10, yeah, I have heard that. Which I, then I you'd get like maybe De'Aaron Fox and... I don't think... Well, at 5, possibly, yeah. Yeah, at 5. Right. Well, and f- then, well what, what I've heard is that the reason Sacramento would want to trade up is because they love De'Aaron Fox and they would want to take him. I, there's Hot so talk. many rumors. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, right? I can't keep up. I literally cannot keep well, up. Well, so let me ask you this. Do you think... Where's Mag- Vic when you need him? <laughs> he's got his finger he's got on a, this He's pulse. got a stat somewhere waiting yeah. for us. Do you think that Magic and Palenka know what they're doing at this point as far as what they're going to do or do you think that they're waiting for kind of everything to fall into place and they've got eight different angles that yeah. they can play. It's hard to tell and I think that's a positive sign yeah. because they're playing their cards... Yeah close to the chest. You don't know what's going to happen. I think after this draft and maybe after this offseason, maybe not after this offseason. You might have to wait well, until no. next offseason because they vocally said they're they're planning to just dump cap space this year and, and really waiting till next year when there's more free agents available. Yeah, I think you hit, you hit the nail right on the head, says the hammer. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had to work that in there. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that we don't know exactly where they're going shows that I think they know where they're going, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because I think all this, all these leaks, all the posturing, all the tweets, everything that's going on, I think they have contingency contingency plans in place. If, you know, scenario A happens, then they're going to do this. If scenario B happens, they're going to do that. I think they have a master plan worked out. And so no matter what the situation arises when draft day finally comes, I think they know exactly what they're going to do. Once the day comes, I don't think there's any doubt that they're going this way. We like Jackson. We like Paul. Which way are we going to go? I think they know already. Their mind is made up. And I guess guess we'll have to wait till Thursday to find out. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. We'll Well, see. We'll find out soon. All right. Shall we talk more Paul George since that's what you guys are so excited about? (laughs) Paul George, who we could get him, we could trade for him this year, or he's a free agent next year. And we could just sign him. And I feel like that's the obvious choice is, is you just wait. He wants to be a Laker. Yeah. Uh, well, so I, I was watching Colin Cowherd, mm-hmm. and uh, Jason McIntyre was on, and he actually made a point that I hadn't considered. So even though Paul George has verbally said to the Pacers, and I think pretty much to every NBA team, that I'm going to sign with the Lakers in 2018, he makes the point, if he signs with the Cavaliers, what player has ever walked away from LeBron James? And so when you, when you think about what he brings to the table as far as LeBron, I mean, LeBron is a guy that collectively brings talent together. He's still the best player in the NBA. And when you play with him, you're going to get your touches. Now, if you're Kevin Love, 
it, with his game, it's sort of, you know, he had to metamorphose it into something that was different. It was the same thing with, um, with Chris Bosch. Both of those guys had to really kind of change their games, but even that was even they're not looking to move on to another team and to become the guy. So, so the point that he made was the Lakers, and we had mentioned before, Jeff, that we weren't looking at trying to get him a year early and giving away assets. Right. But the point that Jason McIntyre was making is that if we don't, and they trade the Cavaliers trade Kevin Love for uh, Paul George, and Paul George either wins a title, makes it to the NBA Finals, or like Eric says, goes on to the All-Star team, plays the best basketball of his career, what is his incentive to leave and to go to a Los Angeles Laker organization that's still rebuilding? Well, aside from the fact that he really wants to, well, right the Lakers, for whatever reason wants, he says, yeah. but I get your point that you're saying that he'll he'll go with LeBron and LeBron will womb. But the other rumors are out there that LeBron wants to come to LA <laughs> when he's a free agent next year. So maybe LeBron, maybe they do develop that chemistry, and then LeBron brings him. Who's well, keeping track of all the rumors that were? But the but Illuminati that, is involved. But that was definitely. the other part was that if the Lakers and so what they threw out was. Uh, if, so the, the best asset right now that the Cleveland Cavaliers have is Kevin Love because they felt that he was the biggest liability in the finals and that it would be an upgrade to get uh, uh, Paul George. Mm-hmm. But the Cavaliers are in the same position that the Lakers are where they don't have a lot of draft picks to give up. So if you're the Indiana Pacers, you can trade for a proven player in Kevin Love who was this is probably like his eighth or ninth year, tenth year in the league. He, he started Minnesota. They didn't win anything. He was kind of the odd man out in Cleveland. So do you really want to build a team around that guy? Or the Lakers could give up maybe next year draft pick or, or they can give up uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell. And you can develop now a team around a guy who's a three-year veteran, 21, 22 years you old. You just want to get rid of D'Angelo. <laughs> oh, you are just chomping at the bit to but give him up. But circled the wagons back around to D'Angelo. <laughs> but it makes sense. So if the so I would be completely fine if the Lakers were to give up D'Angelo Russell because then you get uh, Lonzo Ball to come in and to play point guard. You still have Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench if you need somebody to give him a break. I still think the Lakers would be in a good situation. And now you've got Paul George, who has been there for a year. And now when LeBron becomes a free agent, you've got Mark Ingram, who hopefully at this point... Brandon will, Ingram, because Mark Ingram is keep, running back. I keep saying that. Brandon, <laughs> long lost Brandon Ingram will, will come in, and hopefully he'll, he'll, he'll live up to expectation. You'll have Paul George, who's going to be an all-star. You'll have Lonzo Ball, who can show what he can do at that point. And now it makes it much more attractive than coming over to the Clippers and playing for Jerry West. So that was kind of uh, what he, what he said. to get that dig in there. <laughs> Listen, I would have at least hired him, Jerry West, as, oh, as somebody sa- listening. Save it, save it. We'll, we, we'll cover that. Yeah. But anyway, so it made sense to me, and I thought, you know what, I would be willing to give up that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that or just wait a season, and I, I'm willing to roll the dice and yeah. then take the gamble. It's a risky move, but it, yeah, I think you'd give up too I don't, much. And I don't think it's that risky if Paul George isn't just blowing smoke. <laughs> he literally said, "I prefer to be a Laker." So yeah, so. It's kind of like a LeVar Ball. He he wants his son to be a Laker, yeah. so it's going to happen one way or another. If Paul George wants to be a Laker, we're just going to figure it out one way or another. I think he's coming to L.A. But but I, I really like the take that if you go with LeBron to a finals and you're in the playoffs, you know you can kind of say, this is what you're missing out. If you go to a Lakers team, you're, gonna, you're still years away from doing this. I mean, again. he's playing with Tristan Thompson, Kyrie Irving, you know— 
I like that LeBron you started James. with with Tristan Thompson. You are a Kardashian. Lover. <laughs> yeah. That was your that was your lead your lead oh. sell. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> Let me ask the room this. Uh, let's take the biggest rumor with Paul George coming over to the Lakers. Yeah. When do we get a championship? Then are we still talking? I think seven to ten years. Well, so it depends, right? So I think that when you bring a talent like Paul George, okay. it attracts other talent. It will attract other talent. So I think that it could fast forward that timeline. However. You know, because of the the salary cap and yeah. and because the Lakers really are still starving for picks because of the Steve Nash thing, unless they're signing free agents, and the problem with free agents is they cost too much. So then you have the problem that the Warriors are going to have over the next couple of years, and that is that you start to sign these high profile players that will help you, but then it's going to hurt you in the long run because you're not going to have a bench. So okay. it, it it really is a fine line, and 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 I think that that's where. You know, Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson have to kind of balance one side or the other. But I, I can absolutely see this fast-forwarding uh, the Lakers' timeline up to maybe three years, four years. Oh. But I also see that this could, if the, if it goes wrong, yeah. it could set them back like the Pujols deal. <laughs> okay, as long oh, as we're no. playing fantasy. Oh. Man, he went, don't, he went don't, D'Angelo I'm, Russell, I'm Albert it. Pujols, just Kardashian. Uh, just throw it all out we're, there, Ben. Yeah, I mean, he's playing the hits. Ben is in full hate couch force <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, D1's greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> Call now. It's a highlight show. <laughs> as long as we're playing fantasy, then, let's say Paul George and oh, LeBron, and LeBron yeah. come over. Do they compete with Golden State? Do they it take de- the West? It depends on how, how Brandon Ingram... And and uh, Mark Ingram. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to confuse you. The look you gave me was yeah. worth it. <laughs> that was a death stare right there. I, I never know. Ingram. Ingram. It, it depends. It depends on if Ingram and if if Russell and and Randall and and, and all of these guys develop. Uh, to me, that's that's the key. If if they turn into what Cupcheck shot, Cupcheck thought they were going to be, then yes. But if they turn into what I think they're going to be, no. And, and here's the thing with the Warriors, because everyone is talking about the dynasty and how long are they going to keep winning championships. But you got to think, when you keep winning championships, the stock of everyone on your team goes up. So you can't possibly keep that entire team together. So pieces are going to come and go. And so the, the Warriors are going to they're going to change shape in some way. So it's not necessarily going to be the same Warriors team year after year. Well, there's and there's going to be some movement going around there as well. And that's already happening. Uh, uh, Andre Iguodala is already on the market saying, I'm going to test the waters to see what I can get elsewhere. Yeah. Got to get paid. You win a ring, you can get paid. Oh, yeah. It's very simple. So, Jack, Math. we didn't get next year. It doesn't sound like yeah. that. <laughs> We're not getting a championship I think that was a next consensus. year. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be next year for sure. Take that to the bank. Uh, anything else to cover in all those uh, rumors? Is there any <laughs> yeah, rumors say, we missed? <laughs> yeah. Do you have any rumors think, about other rumors? I know. You'd think the Lakers were the Kardashians <laughs> or something with all this stuff going on. Why don't we talk real quick, sad news, the logo. Yep. Oh. Jerry West. Ooh, Jerry West. <laughs> Go into the Clippers. We're, that we're not, does hurt. We're not even pretending to be biased with our... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clippers. Uh, fair and balanced. Oh, so yay. the Clippers acquired Jerry. The, the Clippers. Oh, sad news. <laughs> My question, and you know, I'll, I'll cite my source, Mr. Victor Costello, via text here, is wh- what can he do with all the cap space that they have locked up with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin? So unless those pieces move, I don't know what Jerry West can really do. I don't know what magic he could work. Mm-hmm. So you know, he just I, he gets them the interview. And yeah. and he talks to him. That's 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 the thing because, I mean, when you think about the Lakers and Lamarcus Aldridge, remember the the big news was that he that, that Lamarcus didn't even want to take a meeting with the Lakers. I think that the Clay, the Clippers are on that list, 
But when Jerry West is representing them, everybody will listen. And and all you need with these guys is an interview, and you just need to understand their personality. You need to understand what they're looking for. And Jerry West, to me, is a guy who's built multiple championships because he's been able to convince those signing with him that if they follow him, that they're going to lead. It's going to lead to a championship. And that's an interesting thought because we always say, "Well, come on, it's the Lakers. The Lakers are the Lakers." And the truth is. Unless you have a Jerry West or uh, even a Mitch Kupchak at a certain point, it's not necessarily the franchise, but the people who build those franchises. Even someone like Pat Riley, like what he's able to right. do with Miami, he's able to. It's like, why is Miami even close to being relevant after the super team and all these pieces leaving? And yet, year after year, they, he seems to to be so competent that he makes it work. So I sure. think that that said something that it's not necessarily the franchise, but the guy behind the guy. And Jerry West does definitely command that respect and, and just that name alone and i mean bomber with the new stadium in inglewood yes. and that announcement i mean that was the he's other doing, rumor i think everything he can yeah there's another one although is that rumor is that I legit a, i think, I think it's, that's, a, it's a done deal going yeah. down right done. yeah so the the clippers they're trying to poach all the all the basketball fans they can during this window when the lakers are terrible low. and you know what's an easy way to do that Hey, bring Jerry West. You know, it's not going to hurt. It's going to build excitement. And yeah. This is, we're really going to test out the Clippers curse. If mm -hmm. Jerry West can't fix you, no one can fix it. You're <laughs> that, broke. That's you're very true. That's very true. <laughs> so why would Magic not bring Jerry West to the Lakers? I think it was for the, the reasons that, job, yeah. that you guys had mentioned last week, and that is that there's too many cocks in the hen house. Yeah. And you need, you need to limit the number of opinions that you have. And... There, with Magic and then your new GM and Rob, is it Rob Palenka? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, th that's two strong voices already. And to take a third. And then, you know, the other thing that was mentioned last week is that who's going to take the credit for it? Everybody's going to give the credit to the logo if they win. And everyone's going to give the blame to Magic and Rob Palenka if they yeah. lose. It's a lose-lose situation. <laughs> I think we covered all the rumors. Any other rumors you got? Nope. No? Any Kardashians dating? Any? Uh... I got a rumor that there's more Ooh. beer in the fridge. Let's oh, take a break. Oh, there is. <laughs> I like where your head's at. <laughs> when we come back, we've got baseball to discuss, soccer, and Rams news. Oh, yeah. Right after this. Here in L.A., we love our weather and sports teams, but we do not love our traffic. With a car accident every six seconds, we all know someone who's been in a fender bender. At Garcia Chiropractic, we specialize in relieving pain caused by sports injuries, car accidents, or just the stress of sitting in daily traffic. Our x-ray analysis ensures you get the treatment you need. Have you had a sports injury or been in a car accident? Know someone who has? Go to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. We're so confident you'll love your first visit. We're willing to pay for your gas. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a $20 gas card. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. We are back. All right. Before we get into our Angels and Dodgers talk, we were contacted on Facebook by our good friend and loyal Guys and Shorts listener and stadium announcer for both the Angels and Galaxy, Mr. Michael Araujo. Oh, love that guy. Legend Michael oh, Araujo. The yeah. legend, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he kind of gave Vic and Ben some crap. <laughs> he gave them the business. Yeah, yeah. that was great. But I kind of think that's maybe why Vic isn't here tonight. His feelings might be hurt. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. He didn't have the heart to stand up and say you're wrong. <laughs> As Michael so, should be giving you crap. So, 
<laughs> yeah, so Michael gave Ben and Vic some crap for uh, some, I don't know, some stats and, and such. He that, wrote a uh, couple novels, you, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's a good it's a good lengthy post. <laughs> yeah, but, the, uh, yeah. The Angels need to start ben scoring and, some runs. He has too much idle time on his hands. <laughs> ben and Vic gave Darren and I some crap during the Angels update last <laughs> week, and Michael was none too pleased about it. Which actually, to be honest with you, he it's an indictment on how bad you guys are giving Angels updates. That if you guys had any heart, <laughs> oh, you guys would have told us, you hey, guys, shut the hell up. You guys interrupt every it's time with some two, ridiculous and you, stat, and it's just... Some ridiculous, useless stat, by the way. Yeah, useless blame stat. <laughs> we will blame Vic yeah. for that. <laughs> but you're not helping. So we've, we're punishing Ben. I guess it's not punishing. You love doing this. So <laughs> yes, Ben is reading the post <laughs> in his Mike Tyson voice. Now, before I go there, though, you know, like, we, we told him to, to review us on iTunes, and he had to do it on Facebook. So anyway, <laughs> so everybody can That's see true. That's why. <laughs> That's true. So it's not an iTunes review, but it's a, okay. or, I'm sorry, Apple Podcast review. Yeah, there you go. Way yeah. to correct yourself there. <laughs> All yeah, right. As catch. Mike Tyson. Jeff and Dan, please stop Mr. Delusional and Vic from hijacking the Angels updates. <laughs> They're blathering on about the useless stats, failed to mention that the three worst teams in all of the major leagues in the National League, two of them in the National League West, and 12 of the Dodgers wins, 30% of the wins have come against teams. these three teams. So to tout the Angels will be in fourth place is a bit much when the Rockies, Diamondbacks, and Dodgers have each played 20-plus games against those three Wait, teams. Getting into Which it. teams? The Rockies, Diamondbacks, <laughs> and Doggers. Okay. That's what I thought I heard. Ben, I expect this kind of inflammatory nonsense from. Uh, that's why you have him on the show. I get it. He's Dennis Rodman, and he's a one-trick pony. But boy, he brings the circus with him. It's so fun to watch the madness. But Vic, I expect more responsible commentary from him. Oh, man. One final thought. How are Vic and Ben able to talk about with such specificity oh, yeah. or hyperbole the prowess of Puig's arm in right field when no one is even able to watch a Dodger game on TV? <laughs> Araho, hoopty hoo. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Good for you, Ben. I don't know what this show has turned into, but, yeah. Yeah. but, but I love but it. But I love it. Well done, Ben. That's pretty good. <laughs> Inflammatory is a word built for Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's just perfect. Inflammatory. I thought, oh, I thought so Mike good. was in the room with us. Yeah. Yeah. I really did. You're a good sport, Ben. Thank yeah, you well so done. much. Hey, I'll be honest. I, when I read that, I, I smiled out loud. I mean, oh. I know you can't smile out loud, but I, I do. We hear you. <laughs> yes. We appreciate it, Mike. Keep bringing, the, keep bringing the heat. Yes. So all you out there, please, yeah, feel free to, to comment. Bring D1 and Share, and enjoy. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Yeah. Oh, well, Vic, Vic that's went a macho. unscathed. He blamed you guys for not giving proper angel updates and Vic and I for being ridiculous, but Eric went unscathed. Yeah, because I'm a Galaxy Eric. fan. Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's you right. Might have that I'm wearing the shield. Of, Eric is of like the, the peacekeeper. Yeah, he's the, yeah. he's Switzerland. <laughs> I, you know, I think someone should go after uh, Darren and Jeff now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's only fair. Not at all. No, we are no. light. We are nice. <laughs> Rainbows and butterflies. Oh, no, wait. Well, Not you are mostly. All right. I'll tell you what. Since we got that that wonderful review from Michael, Michael. Araujo, let's uh, let's talk about the Angels first. Because yep. we always so give the Dodgers the, uh, are, uh, nine the and one Dodgers in their last ten. The, the... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Shut it up. <laughs> uh, you got anything? All well, right, moving on. <laughs> Dodgers. Let's know. <laughs> so you're joining the club. <laughs> no, How not dare at you? all. Michael, call out to Jeff. <laughs> not at all. No, the the Angels were were staying afloat. We're playing 500 ball. 
Took two or three. Took two or three from the from Yanks. The Yankees, so take that, nice. Mr. Aaron Judge. Hey, did you see Aaron Judge <laughs> standing next to uh, CJ Crone on first base? Guys, see, oh, yeah, dude. I think it's juicing. But CJ Crone. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> slid that in there. Yeah. It's like Cody Bellinger. Crone is a big guy. And to see Aaron Judge just stand right next to him and for Crone to look up at him, you kind of think, dude, this guy's massive. He's huge. Yes. So it was it was nice to see that the Angels did take two of three from the Yankees. Always nice to beat the Yankees. Unfortunately, we did have a four-game series against the Royals, and we only took one of those. Yeah, so, uh, that was rough. It was a little rough. Uh, we did have uh, eight of our Angel players hit home runs, but uh, that is probably all the excitement you can get from the Angels. Again, as you said, Jeff, we are playing 500 ball. We are one game uh, out of the wild card spot, and... Uh, well, that's what we want to do. Yeah. While Trout's gone, um, you know, we're going to get Skaggs back, mm-hmm. hopefully before the Halt Star break. That's what the rumors are saying. <laughs> the rumors. Um, Skaggs. Show I, me I your think Skaggs. If we can, <laughs> I think if we can, you know, keep keep at that pace, mm-hmm. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. And, and the good news right now is that the Angels are traveling over to New York. Mike Trout is joining them on the trip, and so we hopefully would like to see Mike Trout slowly start swinging the bat. Sounds like recovery is coming quicker than usual. So. Yeah, the Yankees so, want to show him around, show him what, what the stadium looks like, what his new locker is uh, going to look like. You know like. what, Eric? Stop! <laughs> Michael, get him! They've, they've already, that was hammer. Sick him! Sick! <laughs> they've already computer-generated the picture with him in pinstripes yeah. so he knows what he looks like. Oh, Not cool at all. It's not going to happen. Uh, one question for you. So, with Trout coming back, obviously Eric Young Jr. has been solid for yeah. the Angels uh, while in Trout's absence. Um, he's batting 323, had three home runs, uh, 10 RBIs, six stolen bases. How do we. How yeah, do we he, keep him in the lineup. Yeah, or, he cur- or what do we do with him when Trout comes back? Put he- somebody on the DL that's not hitting. <laughs> well, well, Eric Young Jr., he currently has the highest average other than Mike Trout, who is on the DL uh, on the Angels right now. But that's a question. Where do you put Eric Young Jr.? Naturally, he's an outfielder. We have three solid outfielders when Trout comes back with Cole Calhoun and or Cameron Mabin and Ben Revere. So I would hate to bench him and not yeah. see his productivity on the team. Why don't you just... Hit him in the DH and sit Pujols because he's hitting two thirty five right 235. now. Two thirty five. Come on, Pujols. Yeah. By the way, Aiden, you that's might have you to be doing. Him, that's how you keep You might have hidden. to be doing some pushups by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Pujols watch. Batting two thirty six. Oh, sorry. Eleven home runs and forty eight <laughs> RBIs. That was way off. Samsonite. <laughs> Get your stats right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It, it'd be nice. That they got to find maybe something to to keep him involved. Yeah, he's, he's talented, so yeah, we would have to put him somewhere. In the- I know infield, he has played some second base, but Sosha went on record saying that would likely not be a position that he'd he'd put him in. Isn't that where your boy is playing, Velasquez or something? And uh, Espinoza. That- Espinoza. Yeah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which I feel like second base is a weak spot. Why not? Second base there? is a very weak spot. I don't see much productivity coming out of Espinosa. I'm willing to go ahead and take that gamble. Yeah. And have him shift over to second base if he has done that in the past. So why not? Yeah. So it's worth a shot. Sosha, Keep listen that to bat us. In the lineup. Yeah. Well, sorry. There you go. Three hundred thousand followers. You heard it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Dodgers are on fire. Yes. And you swept the Reds again. Didn't so you? they say. Yes. Without Kershaw, didn't you? 
you even delayed Kershaw's start so that that he could uh, he started tonight. Things are things are good in Dodgerland. Oh. Yeah, they, they've All won. Right. Vic's not here, so you take the reins, Hammer. <laughs> Do I get to take the reins? I even have a prepared statement for Uh-oh. Vic. Is, okay, so if it's anything like the Galaxy update, buckle up for the next 15 minutes. This one I'll listen to. <laughs> Is Cody Bellinger back? So I like to Cody his hands. Bellinger has been oh, he's back. absolute on fire. monster. He's just been on fire. Here's my prepared uh, useless stat of the week Uh-oh. by Victor Castello. He's the... It has the MLB record. Vic sent this in? He sent this in. M- <laughs> Even in his absence, we still get <laughs> Useless. Stat of the week there by Victor Costello. <laughs> he tied the MLB record for fastest player to hit 20 home runs in 51 games. And now he sent us to that before he hit a second home run in the game. So he actually wow. has 21 home runs in the first 51 games. And that's with, that, with missing the first 20 games of the season mm. because they brought him in late. So, you know, he's only 21 that's years insane. old and he's already hit uh, 21 homers and and he's just been on fire. The Dodgers are scoring, you know, seven, eight runs a night. So even if their pitchers aren't having the best, uh, the best evening, they're still able to pull out these wins because they're winning 10-6, 9-7. They're winning these these high-scoring affairs. So so things are really good because the bats are hot right now. And so maybe this gives the pitchers a chance to settle in. And maybe when you go later in the season, they'll be able to to focus and maybe get their act together and you won't have to rely on the bats as much because we know that there's no way they could possibly keep this going. Although Cody Bellinger, I mean, is just, it's something is different about this kid and he's special. And I think, I think we're seeing something that's very cool. And if they could get all these pieces and keep hitting, Justin Turner is, is playing well. You're always going to have Kershaw. I, th- I think things are looking really good for the it Dodgers. It sounds familiar because you said this about Jacques Peterson <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> we never said this about Hold Jacques on. Peterson. <laughs> Ben, you're a Division One athlete. Your yeah. thoughts on uh, on Bellinger? Is he the real deal? Like I said before, I, I'm not willing to give anybody the real deal quote or the the real deal, like you know, <laughs> knighting him as the real deal. I, I want to see what happens the rest of the season. I want to see what he does in the playoffs, and I want to see how he starts his sophomore season. That, that's when if he can come back next year and play maybe not as good, but pretty close to what the way he's playing now next season, then yeah, I'll give him, I'll give him that, that quote. And I'll say, yeah, you are the real deal. I, I agree with that. I'd like to see what he does in a sophomore season. I, I want to, <laughs> you guys are crazy. <laughs> the, <laughs> no. the Dodgers are contenders for the, for the whole thing this year. So I don't care what he does next season. I want to see what he does this season. Well, I mean, of Keep course. Keep it going. Of course. Keep it going. So he's the real deal, Eric? I think he's the real deal. I'm yeah. calling him the real deal. I will knight him the real deal. I'll bring oh, out my wow. sword. I'll speak in an English accent. Maybe that'll be, send that review in. Is, is, uh, <laughs> you'll do okay. your English accent. You'll pound him like a hammer. <laughs> let's, let's fast forward a couple seasons. Is, uh... Is Trout an afterthought, and Cody Bellinger's the the new no, second no, no, coming? No, 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 All right, I'm going to be boring now and say, well, we'll see how he does. No, <laughs> no screw you guys. He's the new Mike Trout. Mike yes. Trout's, oh, that's uh, not going to happen. He, and here's why: because Cody Bellinger has personality, and you could tell oh, the way <laughs> the way in, he is in the dugout, and he just you, he's you know a is handsome young flip? man. You know, Mike Trout's not the most attractive oh. guy, so I think Cody Bellinger has gonna, a crush. <laughs> Sounds like you love him. <laughs> no, that's boring to say. Wait, so he's he's of course he's going to take over Mike Trout's uh, reign here because I don't gonna... think that he, Mike Trout even has a reign right now. I, I'll be honest. Uh, Mike, you're, Mike, you're Mike Trout idiot. doesn't have a what? Uh, well, you know, he like Eric is saying that he's right now the guy. He's not the guy in Los Angeles. Nobody cares about Mike Trout. Honestly, 
Are you he's the guy me? in baseball, but no, he's not. Yes, Bryce he Harper is, is the guy. In baseball. But why no, is Bryce Harper not. that guy? Because, because he flips a bat. Because the hair. Because he has cool hair. <laughs> it's the personality. Why is Mike because, Trout there? Yeah, but off of but stats though. But that's His stats. That's you know what reality TV has ruined you. <laughs> I love <laughs> saying they have personality gets under your skin so much. That's, I love it. That's dumb. I love it because <laughs> that's dumb. That's not a Dodger fans are just jaded. It's the truth. I mean, I get that it makes it more interesting to watch, maybe. But you can't measure personality. <laughs> sure, you can. On let's listen wins. to the Dodger guy who has a Bryce Harper shirt on. <laughs> I don't right now. Uh, not right I'm now. Not wearing it. <laughs> but you did on Saturday at your 40th surprise birthday party. <laughs> I thought yes. we were potting. <laughs> oh, that's a story for another time. I do have one but final yes. Dodger thought. Is uh, a, a week ago or a couple weeks ago, I was saying how uh, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. I was just going to go there, man. Okay, they are go real. For it. Okay, go they for are, it. They are for real. I mean, the Dodgers went 9-1 and one in the last 10 games, and they haven't gained a game on uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks because they're also 9-1 and one in yep. their last 10. And the Rockies, wow. and the Rockies are 7-3. Are and three. So mm-hmm. they've gained two games on the Rockies. But, I mean, the Rockies pitching has been just lights out. And, and at this point in the season, I was sort of expecting both of those teams to start to flutter. And so this it's looks gonna like it's going to be a three-team race yep. down to the end. And and last week or two weeks ago, I said, you know, with the Giants being down 10, 11 games, I think they're down 20 right now. Yes, 20 games. I'm officially writing them off. They are not going to come back this season. They not are, with the way the Rockies and the Diamondbacks They're done. Yeah. Wow. So this this is wow. a three-team race between the, 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 the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks, and the Colorado Rockies. Rockies. And best team's going to win. D1 and nope. I are, are, we're sinking right now we, we have the same thoughts and, <laughs> boring and here's the take that i heard is the rockies have a new manager and we saw what dave roberts when he was the took over as manager what that did for the dodgers that gave them a boost yep. and then the diamondbacks last year when they made all these acquisitions acquisitions, acquisitions. all learn how to speak here eventually they made acquisitions. A, <laughs> <laughs> they acquired all these players with granky and some other guys so they were supposed to be the team last year but they got hit by the injury bug and they got a lot of injuries so this team is actually performing what they should have done last year so the, i think the diamondbacks might be for real the rockies are for real so i, I totally agree with Mr. D1, that this is going to be a three-team race for the entire season. You guys should just kiss. I'm just channeling my uh, inner Michael Araujo <laughs> real quick. I called Mike Trout ugly. I'm, I'm going to hear it from him. Oh, you week. are going to hear it. Yeah, you just got on the I'm list. on his list. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, what's the competition? Have they been playing crap teams? Because Michael's point was that yeah. the NL West... What do you want them to do? It's you want them like, to play teams that are out of their division? Well, but to but show you're how saying, tough they're yeah, saying that the real deal. I'm just, I'm just curious: Have these teams they've been playing been well, decent teams? Or? I think I think it goes to you beat the teams that you should beat, and mm-hmm. so it just so happens that the Giants are a team that we need to beat. Unfortunately, the Giants usually play us yeah. pretty tough. <laughs> yeah. I would almost be willing to bet that at the end of the season, even though the Giants are 20 games under yeah. or whatever they're going to be, spoil the party is. Head to head, the Dodgers will probably have the advantage, but it's not going to be a significant va- advantage where you're going to look mm-hmm. at it and you're going to say they dominated them this season. It's going to be, you know, twelve out of twenty games or something like that. Um, but if you can beat the teams that you know you should beat, the, the Cincinnati Reds is of the world, and then sweep them, not that, just beat them, but sweep them. That's that's what you need to do. All right, any more Dodgers talk before uh, we wrap I, this up? I hope I hope they make you proud. Puig, you see how Puig hit two home runs the other day. Yeah. I think I mean he's he's just solid. So I mean, maybe he heard maybe. us and he's like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start to hit. Not only am I gonna play good outfield in the right field, which I haven't seen because I don't have any any you know. <laughs> you <can't laughs> <watch>. <laughs> Here we go. But from the highlights, 
I'm excited to watch him hit two home runs. Whoop-de-doo. Hope <laughs> it made you proud, Vic. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know what? Vic's got personality, and that's why I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, before we get off the baseball talk, though, we should mention Cal State Fullerton. Unfortunately, yeah, the, the, they turned back into a pumpkin. Yeah, we were all excited. They made it uh. to the College World Series and were eliminated with two straight losses to Oregon and Florida State. That, uh, so that's it. That's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way the cookie you know? crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Cal State Fullerton you, baseball news came and went just like that, folks. I don't know if you saw the, the end of the, the Florida State game, but they they had... Two runners, they were down by two, two runners on base, uh, winning run at the plate, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two outs in the bottom of the ninth. They're the home team. And the guy strikes out looking. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the rough. worst way. Wow. That's and co- rough. Coaches hate that. Yeah. I hate that when my son doesn't swing. <laughs> <laughs> it bothers the shit out of me. <laughs> Actually, any kids. Earmuffs. Yeah. Earmuffs. <laughs> there, there's a fine line, though. I mean, you, you can turn into Yaseel Puig and swing at everything. So you need to you need to watch. But with two strikes, you have to protect the plate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Especially with the, how young they are. We're, we're going into a little pony, league. Yeah, <laughs> pony league talk. Little talk <laughs> this is the placental stuff. little league that we've got uh, access <laughs> yeah. to. Oh, yeah. But listening to the coaches when, the, when they say to these young kids to take the pitch and don't yeah. swing at all. It, it's just heartening to know that they have to not swing at a strike. So. All right. Uh, Rams news. Before yes. we get to the galaxy, I know Eric yeah. just... Sit tight for a second. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm chomping at the bit. For I know you Rams are. News. I know Ooh. you are. But Darren, uh, you got some updates for us? We do some exciting Rams talk. So let's see. Two weeks ago, phase three OTAs have come to an end. And during those phase three OTAs, there was a no show by whom? Our defensive tackle, Aaron Donald. Kind of, kind of hurt us. Fans not seeing our number one defensive tackle out on the field. So going into next last week, uh, minicamp starts. And the big question is, is Aaron Donald going to go ahead and make that appearance? Because minicamp for last week is a mandatory presence. OTAs is all voluntary. Turns out Aaron Donald did show up. and thank- Oh, shoot. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, he did show up. And it was That's nice for him. News? That's that's the very good news. And although there are Wait, some, Rams fan, the exciting. Galaxy fan is complaining about this news. <laughs> they didn't end in a tie. And, and, and it is good that we did see them. I know a lot of uh, Rams fans are very concerned. There are some intense contract negotiations going on between Aaron Donald and Les Snead. So hopefully by the time training camp comes around, a contract will be worked out. But if you look at some of the comps uh, for top defensive tackles you're probably looking at around a contract worth six years 98 million dollars or so and 60 million dollars in guaranteed money honestly guys i that's, i wouldn't i wouldn't do it because that that puts you at risk you can't sign another player other players exactly right? we don't really and you need have so much that. help in so many other positions that to invest that much on the defensive end yeah. when you need offensive help at this point i, I would find a replacement that's half the cost even if he's three quarters of the player, mm-hmm. I think that you can take the rest of that money and you can add on the offensive side, which is, I mean, to, to get any sort of eyes and some visibility, especially with the Chargers coming into town in Los Angeles, you guys need to score more points and you guys need to look more fun on the field. Yeah. Well, 
it, it's nice to know that, you know, he's still going to be a Rams in 2017, and the Rams did exercise his 2018 uh, fifth-year contract. So he's going to be here for another two years, and hopefully, honestly, I kind of hope that he remains a Ram a little bit longer. If we could somehow find that money. Yeah. <laughs> <Somehow>. <laughs> Lying under the couch somewhere. Yeah. Right. But, but to Ben's point, if... If he's been an elite defensive player for these last few years, and what does that they got still you? A four and twelve yeah. record. So, so yeah. uh, what what is it really getting you yeah. without anything? But that around that, that, that is under the old system now, and I would love to see what this defense and now offense can do under the Sean McVay system and Wade Phillips. That's system. true. So, After this season, we'll see we'll see where they really are. Yeah. So so take this one year, two years, and see what develops. And if we start contending, then you know what, then the contract might have been worth it. All right. Sign him, Rams. <laughs> Get that contract in order. Darren. Jared Goff. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Reports are looking good on Goff, right? Yeah, reports are looking very good. I mean, there's a lot of... You got to consider the source, man. We <laughs> talked about it earlier. Is that being leaked from the Goff camp? Yeah. All I all I hear is that uh, our offseason has been graded overall a B, so I'm going to take it as it is. And it's looking better than it has previous preseasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys are let's, ridiculous. Let's move on to the galaxy before we completely derail. Yeah, Hammer, yeah. did we say with a tie you could play them off? Mm. They won this week. Yeah, they did. Oh, oh they won. Oh, well, they, well. Had, they had two games. They won one of them. Got you on a technicality. We, you know. I mean, right. Jeff, you I make the rules. If you want me to play them off, I can't. <laughs> nah, we'll let him talk. I didn't sign anything. Wait, so he's updating two games, though? We, we have Get the music on deck. <laughs> All right, gotcha. <laughs> Hammer, what do you got? Two games. They played midweek in the U.S. Open Cup, which is what oh. you guys beloved call the Norwalk. Uh, yes. Or, no, I'm sorry. Buena Park, Park, Park Rec League. Yeah. So they played OCSC, which is the LAFC uh, second division affiliate. So it was kind of a big game okay. in that they were playing a team connected to LAFC who will oh. be joining Major League Soccer next season. And th there was a lot of talk about what was this lineup going to be? How seriously are they going to take this game? I was giving our good friend Josh Gessman a hard time on Twitter because we didn't know what this starting lineup was going to look like. And it turns out it was a very youthful team. It looked like a LA Galaxy 2, a, a second division game from last season. They put pretty much all their young players. They kicked off the game with uh, a beautiful goal by Jose Villarreal. Just a, a rocket of a shot, so it was a highlight goal. So that was kind of the talk he of the game. He plays second base for the Angels, Ben. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> You're all racist. And then OCSC tied the game up, made the Galaxy nervous for about a second. And then later on in the game, they sealed the deal with goals from Jack McBean and Ari Lasseter. And so they won that game. They should have won that game. But the kind of the funny thing is now they get to play even more games with their injuries and youth that they have to rely on. So this is almost like not a good thing, the fact that they won this game. For the U.S. Open Cup, they play Sacramento Republic on June 28th. That's their next Open Cup game. And the interesting thing about Sacramento Republic, they're a second division team. But I know more people in Northern California who follow the Sacramento Republic's uh, soccer club as opposed to the San Jose Earthquakes, the actual professional team up there. So they have a oh. really nice kind of ground ground roots uh you know, following yeah. up there, which is going to yeah. be grassroots following. There's not I mean, a lot to do in Sacramento, by <laughs> yeah. the way. I'm just saying. That's why they love them. Hey, that's, why, that's why the guy we interviewed, you know, he watches comics and stuff. And, you know, like, <laughs> he watches comics. There he is. <laughs> the Portuguese nail. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> 
So their real game for the season was against uh, Houston, which is the game you guys put on for Ben's birthday party. It was oh, the, yeah. the oh, yeah. return of A.J. De La Garza, beloved L.A. Galaxy uh, fixture for the past few seasons. So it was kind of like therapy. It was our chance to say goodbye to him. He had some early fouls on some of our players, and it made me not like him a little bit. So it's it actually a good thing. It was therapeutic oh, to see yes. him uh, you know, go up against the Galaxy. They went down a goal early uh, to Houston. The DeMarcus Beasley took a rocket of a shot and but there was a bit of a mistake by our goalie Clement Diop and they allowed the first goal Emma Boateng our favorite uh, oh. Oh. Game em- of Thrones Emma? character yeah. Emmanuel Boateng oh. yeah, yeah but we call him Emma for sure Wait, you, you, you call him Emma so you got Emma you got or Emma McDreamy oh uh, McDreamy <laughs> Allison <laughs> I knew I knew he was a bunch of girls, do man. <laughs> but anyway, the big thing about that, he got on the board. He scored a nice goal, and this is the first goal he scored against a team not from Salt Lake City. This, he, remember, oh, he's the guy really? who scored right, right. every single goal every time against Salt Lake City. So he actually scored against Houston. So that was the the other good thing there. Houston then took the lead late in the game, and then in the ninety fourth minute, there's only ninety minutes, and in the ninety no. fourth minute, get Overtime. that music ready. Allison Dreamy scored. In the 94th minute what? to tie the game 2 2. Oh, and the Galaxy wow. remain unbeaten in their last eight games, yeah. including the U.S. Open Cup. They tied 2 2. A little bit underwhelming, but the fact that they were able to salvage a point shows that they're, even when you don't play well and you're still a bit of good points, that's a good thing. <laughs> so they got Colorado up hey, midweek. Shirley McClain, hey, they're listen, playing the music. Listen, I'm telling the conductor to keep it down a little bit as I, as I keep going. They play Colorado on Wednesday night, which should be an easier game because Colorado's at the bottom of the standings. And then Saturday, they come back home to play Sporting Kansas City, who's first place in the West. So we'll see if they can continue the unbeaten streak on the road and then if they could win against a big team on Saturday. Good night, everybody. I tried my best. Really, really good. I, I didn't agree to be played off after and a win. Come I, on, guys. Jeff asked for it. I love that. The, well, you had two games. And I did one have to. Was, that's fair. We let you get the whole you, win. You, you lost it. us at the yeah. 94th yeah. minute. Then, yeah. yeah the, I thought you'd like <laughs> that. was the exciting part. I thought you'd like that Allison Dreamy score. And the yeah, best part about that goal, he was completely offside. So the goal shouldn't have even counted, but we'll take it. Oh, really? We've been burned by those before. So, you know, we'll take it, one when it, it comes our way. Out in the yeah, end. it all works itself. I like how Eric is still talking about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> even Wednesday, after. Wednesday, like they a, go to Colorado. It's like a Raiders update. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My Raiders are doing 30 seconds because you guys tell me to shut up. Yeah, I, but we always yeah, let you I'm, go over. I'm relentless. I'll, I'll keep going if you'll All right. I'm not even going to ask if anyone has anything else to say because I'm scared what will happen. So we're out of here. <laughs> we are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. You can also find us on Facebook and on the internet at guysinshorts.com. We got a store up there. Get a, get a shirt. We got get some really good shirts. They are yeah. good shirts. And I'll all kinds of team colors and and uh, I'm a fan of our logo. Represent. Yeah. yeah. Our little mascot's it's, a cool looking guy. It's not terrible. I think it's, Could do a lot I think worse. it's really good. Ben, you Shout gotta get a one for finding that guy. Anyway, if you want to leave a voicemail for us, tell us how cool our logo is. 562-450-3356. And please, as always, go to Apple Podcasts. It's not iTunes anymore. No, no. Yeah. So I was, got it. I was that's told so, by That's so 2016. Our, oh, Come on. Yeah. Uh, I was told by our internet consigliere, <laughs> aka Is that even Victor, a word? 
Consigliere. I don't know, Mike Tyson, is that a word? Consigliere? Oh, yeah, there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Next, we need to get Mike Tyson to read scenes from The Godfather. Oh, uh, yeah. They made Please me laugh, I couldn't review. And oh, no. subscribe <laughs> and, uh, and, and share the show. We are out of here for Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Congrats, Vic. Ah!